Bruch Mavon, welcome everyone to a special edition of All Parsha on Parsha Shmini, the Ben Ashri on Parsha Shmini. We'd like to share eight offerings of the holy words of the Tzadik Baranan, Rabbi Yitzhak HaKoyin Huberman, on Parsha Shmini. The Tzadik Baranan begins, Perk Tes Pasuk Zayin. V'chiper ba'adcha u'va'ar ha'am, va'aseh karban ha'am v'chaper ba'adam. So Aaron has to bring atonement for himself and for the people, and then bring the carbon of the people and atone for them. So, apparently the people need two atonements. Why does Aaron only need one atonement? And the people only um, the people need two atonements. This is a question signed by the Ben Lashri in the name of the Mepharshim. And the Ben Lashri offers the following answer based on the Ramban in Vayikra Parkyu Tes Pasuk Beis that these carbonists were brought to atone for the Egel. Now, Aaron was responsible for assisting the people in, in making the Egel. Like it says, Asher Asuasa Egel, Asher Asa Aroin. Therefore, Aaron needs Kapara, not only for himself, but for the people. As opposed to the people, they only need atonement for themselves. In other words, Aaron had to bring one atonement for himself and one atonement for his contribution to the sin of the people. As opposed to the people, they only need, needed one atonement. The, Be- the Ben Lashri then discusses a very uh, interesting phenomenon. We know Minog Yisrael is when the Koyhanim finish Duchening, everybody wishes the Koyhanim, Shkoyach Koyhanim. My high asks the Ben Lashri, what's going on? When someone puts on Tefillin, you say, Shkoyach Meniach Tefillin, Shkoyach Yoshav Besukah, Shkoyach Ochal Matzah. Where all of a sudden we're giving people a Shkoyach, a Yashar Koyach, for doing a mitzvah. It says the Ben Lashri, he cites the question of the Tver Shloima of Radomsk. It says, Where did Aaron get this from? He gave them Berchus Koyanim. Aaron wasn't commanded on Berchus Koyanim yet. <clears throat> this was not given until Parshas Nosai. Well, says the Ben Ashri, the concept of Berchus Koyanim was invented by Aaron HaKoyin. He initiated the idea. By the way, this is also found in the writings of the Hartsu of Tupesach Frank. Aaron was mechadesh the idea of Berchus Kaihanim, and therefore the Rebbeinu Shalom was uh, said to Aaron, "Look, this was a good idea. I endorse the idea, and Hashem was mitzava Aaron to be mevarech kal Yisrael." But Berchus Kaihanim, the reason why Aaron benches the people is because he had this good idea that Hashem endorsed, and therefore he deserves a shkoyach, him and his descendants, who have had this einfall, had this brilliant idea. You know, we should really bless the people. The, this um, made them deserving, in fact, of uh, the Shkoyach from Klal Yisrael. We thank you not for performing the mitzvah, for having the idea, and that's why Hashem gave you the mitzvah. Offering number three is the question that the Ben Ashri says he found in one of the Rishonim, in the Chedushe Hariva, and it goes as follows. The Balei Atoises say that a Koyin Hedyot on the day of his inauguration has a din of a Kohen Gadol. If so, says the Ben Lashri, I have the following question. When Aaron was asked, how was he allowed to be uh, um, makriv, the karbonos of the miluim, after all, Aaron was an oinen, and an oinen cannot be makriv karbonos, and Aaron said, Hein hayom and Chazal say that Aaron responded, I was the one who was makriv, not my sons who are who are kaihanim hediotos, and they cannot be makriv ba'aninos. 
it was me, and I'm a Kohen Gadol, and a Kohen Gadol is allowed to be Makrev Ba'aninos, to ask the Ben La'ashri, according to the Chiddush of the Bali Atosis, that had Yoitois are allowed to be Makrev Ba'aninos, um, because they have a din of a Kohen Gadol, then why did Aaron have to say, it wasn't them who was Makrev, it was me, and I'm a Kohen Gadol, even if they were Makrev, they would be entitled to be Makrev, because they also had a din of a koingado biyoim, uh, their uh, inauguration. Okay, now the Ben Lashi offers a pilpal on the words vayidoim Aaron. Aaron was silent. Now the words Aaron was silent implies he had what to say and he didn't say it. What was it that Aaron could have said? So the Medrash Kliya says Aaron could have responded, ubayoim hashmini yimal. On the eighth day you have to be circumcised. What exactly is this response by Yom Hashmini Yimal? Well, says the Ben Ashri, Chazal tell us that the sin of Nadav Aviyu was that they gazed at the Shechina at Kabbal Satayra. Like the Pasuk says, Vayachazu eshoalaykim, b'v'yalatzilei b'nei Yisrael shalach yaday. From here we see that they were worthy to be punished, but Hashem did not want to mix their simcha in Kabbal Satayra. Now, since today... Since there's a concept that we are performing mitzvahs today in this world, but we don't receive reward until we get to the next world. The Gemara Nervin says, What is the star of Olam Haba that we don't get now? Star of Olam Haba is to be Nene Mizdiv Hashchina. Sadikim Yoishvin, Vatroisem Barashem, Venene Mizdiv Hashchina. So therefore, they weren't allowed to do that because this is not the world of being enemies of Ashkina. This is the world of action. There's an interesting chakira that's brought in the Svarim. That why didn't Hashem create us with a bris milah? Why were we created with this um, RL? Why are we created with a foreskin and we have to remove it? And the answer given is because if, if Jews were created, uh, circumcised, then it would seem like there's some human beings... Uh, don't have a Mila, some do, as if there are two creators. Therefore, Mila testifies about Yichud Habayre. Mila reflects on Hashem's oneness, that there's one God. Now, there's another interesting point of uh, analysis, and that is the Gemara says in Kedush Lam Testament Beis, Schar Mitzvah There ain't no reward in this world. Hashem does not reward us in Olam Hazeh. Now, the question is, how could that be? Hashem is Mekayim the Torah. And there's a mitzvah saseh of biyoimai titein scharai. So why doesn't Hashem reward us in this world? Well, there's a halacha that a worker who is hired through a shliach, if payment is delayed, even though normally if you don't pay a worker on that day, you're violating the mitzvah saseh of biyoimai titein scharai. That's only if you hire the worker directly. But if there's an intermediary, a middleman, then Miman of Shach, neither of them are violating if they don't pay right away. The middleman, it's not his job. He didn't offer the job. He's just the go-between. And the Balabayas, he didn't hire him directly. So therefore, Hashem doesn't have to pay us directly. Uh, Hashem doesn't have to pay us in this world for mitzvahs because Hashem gave the Torah to Moshe Rabbeinu uh, to give to Kal Yisrael. So Moshe Rabbeinu was the intermediary. So since Moshe was the sarsor, and he's the go-between. Therefore, for Hashem to pay us an Olam Haba, it's not a violation of the principle of However, 
there are two mitzvahs God gave directly, Anoichi and Loyelacha. They are the Ikre Emuna, Mipiha Kadesh Baruchu, Shamanum, Nadalide Shliach. Now, so for those mitzvahs, we have to be rewarded for in this world. But according to what we learned, that bris milah testifies to the uniqueness and the oneness of our Creator. Therefore, the for bris milah, you also need to be rewarded in this world. Now, nadav avihu were tzaddikim gemurim. And they were shoimer, the bris, kodesh, in its truest sense. And therefore, they were entitled to reward in this world. And therefore, if they were good, if they gazed at the Shechina and they were nene from the divine splendor of the Shechina, that was something that they were entitled to, as they were entitled to reward in this world. So when Aaron saw that, unfortunately, his children had passed on, Vayidom, he had what to say. He said, My children deserve to gaze at the Shechina in this world. They were Shoimer the Bris, and therefore, they should not have been punished in this world. They were entitled to be nenemis of Ashkina. But in Aaron's tzidkos, he didn't question. He had what to say, but he kept silent. Now in the Taras Kayanim, in the fifth authoring of the Ben Ma'ashri, Taras Kayanim says that Aaron could have said, you wrote about me, you wrote about me that when I heard about Moshe's appointment, I was so happy for him. How could you allow this to happen to me, that my sons died? Aaron didn't say anything. He could have said, but you wrote about me in your Torah, the Rach of Asamach Belibai. Well, says the Ben Lashri, that in my opinion, the Gemara says in Sanhedrin, on Daf Nun Beis, that when Moshe Rabbeinu and Aaron would walk, Nadav Aviyah would follow them, and they, they would say to each other, when will these two leaders die, and we're going to take over? HaKadosh Baruch Hu said, you're anxious for them to leave this world? Says the Ben Lashri, the Taras Kayanim is of the opinion, their sin was they were looking for Gedula. However, we find a great principle in the writing of Rab Tzadik HaKayim, that whatever arises in the Moyach of a father will enter the actions of the children. Because the, a Zera comes from the Moyach of the father. So anything a child does comes from the conception of the father's mind. So if Nadav Aviyu really wanted Srara for themselves, and they really wanted the death of their father and their uncle, then that kind of idea should have been in Aaron's mind. So then how could Aaron have been so happy in Moshe's appointment as the leader? If Aaron was truly happy in Moshe's appointment, then it never would have been in the thought process and in the activities of his children to say, oh, when are we going to have the Srara? If they were anxious to take over Srara and they weren't happy for their father and uncle, then that would have been something that would have been in the mind of their father. But we know that wasn't in the mind of their father. We know Aaron's reaction to Moshe's appointment was, So Aaron could have said to Hashem, they, were, they weren't anxious for for improper srara, they didn't want the kavod. Because if they really wanted the kavod, you never would have wrote about me in your Torah, that I wholeheartedly was happy for my brother's appointment. Then the Ben Lashri comments on the Pasuk, Parak Yud, Pasuk Yud Aleph, Ula Hoiroi Ses Bnei Yisrael Now there's a juxtaposition of paskening halacha, as well as the prohibition of becoming intoxicated.
From here we learn one cannot paskin if they are intoxicated. And the Ben Lashi wants to know, why does the Pasuk specifically say, to teach the Bnei Yisrael the Chukim. You can't pask in any area of halacha. Says the Ben Lashri, certainly areas of halacha that are mitzvahs that have rationale, that I would know on my own you can't pask in if you're intoxicated. Because if somebody asks you about it and you can't explain it logically and reasonably, the person may question the whole purpose and objective of the mitzvah and they'll fail to perform it. But you might think that when it comes to chukim, where they don't have rationale, then even if one is intoxicated, they should be able to convey the chukim because all it is is the dry facts, black and white, mutter and osr. They don't have a rationale. They don't have a reason. So maybe the halacha that you can't convey it, intoxicated, does not apply to chukim. So the Torah is machadish. When it comes to lahoyrois, you have to be careful not to convey these these. Um, um, psakim, even in the realm of chukim, which don't have apparent reason, even they are restricted by shesuyeyayin. In the penultimate offering, number seven, Vayishma Moshe Vayita Vayinav, Moshe heard and it was good in his eyes. This is talking about the rationale that Aaron gave of why Aaron allowed the carbon of Rosh Chodesh to be burnt, but juxtaposed to that, uh, the pasuk that Moshe heard and it was good in his eyes is Achilas Besar Chazir. And the Ben Lashri um, is Mechadesh and brings to the forefront a very beautiful connection between Vayishma, Moisha, Vayita, Vayinov, and Achilas Besar Chazir. Chazal tell us, it's brought in Rashi, Parakhaf, Pasik Mem. A person shouldn't say, I don't like McDonald's, I don't like Burger King, I don't like KFC. It's disgusting. No, you should say, I, I, I would love it. It's just uh, the Almighty told me not to partake of it. So therefore the Pasuk says, Vayishma Moshe, Moshe heard about the prohibition of eating Basar Chazir, Vayitav Be'inav. It was good in his eyes. It wasn't disgusting. It was delicious. It was scrumptious to Moshe. But Moshe said, what could I do? My Father in Heaven commanded me not to eat it. And then, finally, final offering, Parak Yeralev, Pasuk Membeis, Kol Hoylech Al Gachoyim, the Ben Lashri, Sait Sigmar Kedushin Aflamid. We have a tradition, the Vav of Gachoyim, the words Daroish, Darash, the words, the Pasuk Vehiskalach are the middle points in the Torah, the Vav of Gachoyim, the Tevos Darash, Darash, and the Pasuk Vehiskalach. Says the Ben Lashi, if you take the Rashi Tevois and Soifei Tevois of, what he means is the word Gachain, the Dalit of Daroish, the Shin of Darash, the Vav of Hiskalach, the Ches of Hiskalach, the Rashi and Soifei Tevois, it spells out Echad Mashiach. So, uh, my good friend, Rabbi Aaron Jacobi, explained that what he means is the Gematria of the Rashi and Soifei Tevois, which is 371, is Gematria Echad Mashiach. This teaches that if Klal Yisrael would merely come together in Eretz Yisrael, Ba'achdus, then Mashiach would come. May we all be Zoycha. If I may add, my grandfather, Harab Mordechai Leib Gladstein, passed away on the first day of Pesach. We're now holding in his shiva. He is a Holocaust survivor. He was 105 years old. His last words in this world was, he was waiting for Mashiach. He said that when he was in Dachau, he believed that every single day Mashiach would come.
So may we be all zaycha to come together echad in Eretz Yisrael, and may we be zaycha to the coming of Mashiach Tzidkenu. Shem her Amen.